Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, A Wheel Within a Wheel. It shall be focused on the study of Ezekiel chapter 1. Before we go any further, we'll begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee, Lord, for how we've been able to identify You working in Your Word in our age. Help us, Father, to still have the sense of faith to be able to contact You. And Father, we pray, speak to us out of Thy Word today. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Ezekiel chapter 1. The Book of the Prophet Ezekiel Chapter 1 Now it came to pass in the thirtieth year in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Chabar, that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiachin's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzai, in the land of the Chaldeans, by the river Chabar. And the hand of the Lord was there upon him. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud, and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it, and out of the midst thereof, as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire. Also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance, they had the likeness of a man. And every one had four faces, and every one had four wings, and their feet were straight feet, and the sole of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. And they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides, and they four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went, they went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they four had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side, and they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces, and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one were joined one to another, and two covered their bodies. And they went every one straight forward whither the spirit was to go. They went, and they turned not when they went. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures, and the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Now as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. The appearance of the wheels in their work was like unto the color of a barrel, and they four had one likeness, and their appearance in their work was as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went upon their four sides, and they turned not when they went. As for their rings, they were so high that they were dreadful, and their rings were full of eyes round about them four. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, 
the wheels were lifted up. Whithersoever the spirit was to go, they went. Thither was their spirit to go, and the wheels were lifted up over against them, for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. When those went, these went, and when those stood, these stood. And when those were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up over against them, for the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. And the likeness of the firmament upon the heads of the living creature was as the color of the terrible crystal stretched forth over their heads above. And under the firmament were their wings straight, the one toward the other. Every one had two, which covered on this side, and every one had two, which covered on that side, their bodies. And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of great waters, as the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech, as the noise of an host. When they stood, they let down their wings. And there was a voice from the firmament that was over their heads when they stood and had let down their wings. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne, as the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above upon it. And I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire round about within it, from the appearance of his loins even upward, and from the appearance of his loins even downward, I saw, as it were, the appearance of fire, and it had brightness round about. As the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face, and I heard a voice of one that spake. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham, titled Revelation Chapter 4, Part 3. This was preached in 1961 on January the 8th. We'll begin at paragraph 234 up to the end. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Now what is it? Justification, sanctification, baptism, the Holy Ghost, soul, body, spirit, all the same. Now, let's reflect in the Word, the true Word, reflects what? What would this lamp of it was getting its reflection from this Shekinah glory? It would reflect Shekinah glory. Amen. Is that right? Amen. If you got in a seminary, your life, you reflect the seminary. Amen. You got in a Methodist seminary, you reflect Methodism. You reflect, if you got in a Pentecostal seminary, you reflect Pentecostalism. But if you got it in the glory of God, by the burning bush, why would Moses come out from his presence? He had to put something over his face so the people couldn't even look at him. Is that right? He was full of the power of God. Stephen, a man full of the Holy Ghost trying to stop him. Why, he's like trying to put out a house on a windy day in a fire. Put the fire out of the, in the house on fire on a windy day. Well, the more they, the more they blowed it, the worse it got. Well, you couldn't stop him. Directly when they put him before the Sanhedrin, of course, the Bible said he stood there and looked like an angel. Now, I don't think an angel just meant he was a certain being standing there, but an angel knows exactly what he's talking about. So does any angel, a messenger of the church age, you don't have to go back and see what the seminary thinks. He knows what God said in his Bible, the power that's reflected to prove that he is the same as he is. 
He's not afraid. He's telling us exactly what he knows to be true. And God said it right there, backed it up with the same kind of signs and wonders. And with the same word. That's an angel. Stephen stood there and said, I know what I'm talking about. Said, you stiff necked uncircumcised in the heart and ears, you always receive, resist the Holy Ghost like your fathers did. So do you. So which one of your fathers hasn't killed the prophets and build their tombs to them? You denominations. Which one of you hasn't done the same thing? Build big white walled uh, castles and morgues and things around here and then talk about God? You're the very one that put him in the morgue. You're the very one put him in the tomb. That's the very thing you put him in the tomb back there was a big white castle church, the denomination. Pharisees and Sadducees. They put him in there! And then try to build a memorial to it. We tell you that Christ is a living being. He's not something that died. He's something that rose from the dead and alive forevermore. Oh, brother. Sure. What does it do? It reflects what? It's reflecting from here what would be. It would reflect the true reflection of him. Then the first thing it would reflect to be his name. Is that right? It would reflect his name. Next thing reflects to be his power. See what I mean? It reflects everything he is. So if this is reflecting to this age here everything that he was, then he is the same. What is it? It's reflecting him as he was. As he is. As he always will be. Because it's coming straight from the throne of God. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Same God. Same power. Same glory. Same everything. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh, brother. Let's get just a little bit farther. Now, let's take the rest of this sixth verse over here of the fourth chapter. I got some comments wrote down here on that that I want to hurry and get to if I can. Now, the rest, if you leave this, cha- if you leave this verse, it just simply just rotates in what they did. Let's see if we can get to there. Glass, sea of glass. Now, we know what that was. And in the midst of the throne, four living creatures, a beast. Now, now, how many's got a revised version of the Bible? In your revised version, it says living creatures. Well, I wondered how that this King James here said uh, live, uh, was for beast. Well, I get me a Greek dictionary and go back in the Bible dictionary and find out what that meant. Now, here's what it is. I know it's close. The word translated here, now you mark it down so you can look it up too to be sure. See, I want you to mark down what I say. And if you can or want to. All right, the revised version says living creatures. And, now what? And uh, there were four beasts full of eyes before and behind. And it goes ahead and describes the beast, which we'll get to it in a minute. Now, the beast here is represented. Have you got a marjorie reading in your Bible? Well, on, on beast, if you have, get over a marjorie reading. I know it's Dr. Schofield here uh, has it marked out in his. The beast means, you got over here, it says living creatures. Oh, my. Now watch. The Greek word there is Z-O-O-M. Or Z-O-O-N it is. Z-O-O-N. Now in, in the Greek, it's called Zoom, which means a creature. 
Now, it isn't so if you want to read it. Now, we haven't got time. I was going to read it, but I haven't. Put down Revelations 11, 13, and 17. Now, there where beast is, the chapters in Revelations 11, 13, and 17 is called beast the same way. But the beast, our interpretation is T-H-E-R-I-O-N, theron. The word, Greek word theron, which means a wild, untamed beast. Theron. That means a wild, untamed beast. But zoom means a creature. See? Four living zoom creatures. Not the beast of wild, theron, but zoom living creatures. And theron is wild, untamed savages. In other words, if you'll watch the 11th chapter, the beast of Rome, the 13th chapter, the United States, the 17th chapter, both the United States and Rome, all the denominational churches consolidated with Catholicism makes them an unconverted, untamed to the gospel. Lord, we come from the big Methodist Church of Baptist and Presbyterian the Pentecostal denominations. We know what we're talking about. The ladies go tell us. There you are. Untamed, unconverted. Amen. Without natural affections, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent despisers, those that are good. Yeah. Having the forms of... Oh, that now. I just love to tear that thing to pieces right now. But I sort of get on this tape anyhow. But we haven't got time to do it. Now... You understand? How many understand? Say amen. amen. See, these are, what is Zoon? Z-W-O-N? Living creatures. It might be pronounced Zon. Z-W-O-N. How would you pronounce that? Zoon? Zoon, I'd say. And Theron is T-H-E-R-I-O-N. Theron, see? So that means untamed beast. Wild. Savage. That's what then, beast, you take your, get your Greek dictionary and go right back and see if that ain't the same word. You look in there and see. Get your, get your Greek textbook. Get your emphatic uh, uh, dialogue. Uh, find out if that isn't true. That that is true. That it means an untamed beast. In Revelations 11, 13, and, and 17, and here in Revelations 4, it means a living creature. Not a beast. But it's called beast. But it isn't. Same thing in Ezekiel 1. Nate, 1 to 28 it is. Maybe get to it in a minute. All right. Untamed. Unconverted. Wild beast. Untamed. But these are living creatures. What are they? They're not angels. I'll tell you why. Let's read Revelation 5 right across the page. Revelation 5 and um, 11th verse. And I beheld and heard the voice of many angels, angels, plural, around about the throne, and is a conjunction, and the beast and elders. See? And the conjunction. See? They were not angels, neither were they elders. They were living creatures at the throne. Oh, don't you love this? Living creatures. They're not angels, because this proves right here. See, I beheld and heard the voice of many angels around about the throne, and the beast, and the elders. Now, there's three different categories here. I hope you all got this system down here now. I want to show you. There's three different categories of it. 
three different species of us, around the throne. Here's the throne. Now the first at this throne is four living creatures. Outside of that is twenty-four. Just like that. Elders sitting upon the throne upon their, their thrones, little thrones, under. And around this is great host of angels. Around the throne. <laughs> See what I mean? They're everyone different one from the other. There is angels, here is elders, and here is living creatures. Amen. Let's not leave that for a minute. Let's just hold it there a minute. Living creatures. What are they? If they're not angels, they're not redeemed man. What are they? Would you like to know? Amen. Here's my interpretation. I hope it's right. I believe it is. They are God's guards of His throne. Now we're going to race this a little bit. Now you see, they're not angels or men. They're not wild beasts. They're creatures, living creatures. Now here's the throne of God. And these are His guards. Let's read just a little bit and find out in a few minutes. See? There are God's angels, or God's guards of His throne, and they, let's get, just, just a minute again, let's get back to Ezekiel. I, I got these things wrote out here, and I just hate to pass them by and know that this is a... Let's get back to Ezekiel, the first chapter, and let's begin with the 12th to the 17th verse. Just a minute. And they went everyone straight forward. Now we're going to look in a few minutes and remember the seventh verse here. Now look what they look like over here in the seventh verse of the same chapter of Revelations the four. And the first beast was like a lion, the second beast was like a calf, the third beast was a face head of a man. And the four beasts were like flying eagles. The fourth beast like a flying eagle. Now, when Ezekiel saw the glory of God, he saw the same thing that John saw. Amen. You remember last Sunday how we got the glory of God and got the picture where he had it taken with us? You remember that? Amen. The glory of God, the same thing Ezekiel saw, same thing John saw. Here it is today, makes Jesus Christ the same in Ezekiel's time, same time as here on earth, the same God that's here with us today. Same yesterday, today, and forever. He that was, which is, and shall come. The entrance to the soul, body, and spirit. Hallelujah. The praise and see, the word, the sanctifier of our soul, and the filler with the Holy Ghost. The same thing, see? Just the same. Now watch this. All right. And the spirit, wherever they went now to go, they went. And they turned not when they went. They couldn't turn. If it's going this way, it's going like a man. Going this way, it's going like an eagle. Going this way, it's going like an ox. Going this way, it's going like a lion. They couldn't go backward. They had to go forward everywhere they went. Each one of the beasts. Now, what does the beast mean in the Bible? Power. All right. means the power. Now, as for the likeness of the living creatures and their appearance was like burning coals of fire and the like of the appearance of lamps it went up and down among the living creatures and the fire was bright and out of the fire went forth light. That's God from the fire went light. There. Not cosmic light now, the eternal light. And the living creatures ran and turned. Uh, let's see, the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of 
of lightning. Now, as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. The appearance of the wheels, their work was like unto color of beryl, and the four had one likeness, and their appearance and their work was it was a wheel in the middle of a wheel. What's the symbol here, Brother Brandon? What is it? It means that these gods, these gods was God's ark. They were in journey, rolling on wheels when Ezekiel saw them. But when John saw them, they'd already come into the right position in heaven. The ark of God was on earth, rolling on wheels. As they took it from place to place, meant it was in travel. They took it all the way up through the wilderness and all the way into the temple and so forth. But now it's received up because the church age is over and it's received up into glory. See? It's stationary now in heaven with all the angels and things around it. We find them after a while taking off their crowns and falling on their faces and giving glory to Him. <coughs> See? It was God's guards of the temple, of the ark. Now remember... God's guards of the ark or the mercy seat. Now, remember, the how many John saw? How many? Four. How many did, did uh, he see? He seen four too. Four living creatures. Now watch, you both seen the same vision. And four is the number of earth. Did you know that? How many knows now before we have to go into it, four is the earthly number? Sure. Like the four Hebrew, it's a earth, uh, it's a number of earth of deliverance. Deliverance. Now keep that in your mind. Deliverance, because we're going to strike it just a minute real hard. See? Deliverance. Now, there were three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace, but the fourth one come, it was deliverance. Lazarus is in the grave three days, but when the fourth one come, it was deliverance. <laughs> Four is God's number of deliverance, so it showed that these beings must have been something about the earth. I hope you're not too hungry now. I hope your spiritual appetite is a little, little above your natural now. All right. Now notice they had eyes in Ezekiel and here, in front and in back. And within, let's just read that. Look here, see. You see in here, I believe they spoke to here. Beast, four faces like an e eagle, and wings full of eyes without. Within, look here. And the four beasts, and each of them had six wings about him. And they flew and so forth and had eyes without, within, and behind. It spoke of their intelligence. They know what was, which is, and which shall come. For they were right at the seat. Amen. So close to they wasn't even human. <laughs> temple guards. Oh, not temple guards. The temple guards 144,000. But this is the mercy seat guard. The throne guard. The throne right up next to God. Living creatures. Amen. Next thing to God. Standing there. Their intelligence. They know what was, which is, what shall come. They had eyes without Show what they could see what was to come. Eyes within. Knows everything now. And eyes in the back which know what was. Which was, which is, 
which shall come, reflecting through the church ages, he that was, which is, and shall come. Amen. Jesus Christ is saying yesterday, today, and forever. Hold in now, we're going to drive that thing come through the blackboard in a few minutes. Watch it. Now, just a minute. Reveals their intelligence. And it showed they know no they know all the future and the present and past and all about it. And they're they were tireless. They never grew tired. They couldn't be anything connected with a man. He grows tired. But they were tireless. They sang holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, holy, 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 all day and all night, through every age. Holy. Let's go back just a minute. Let's go back. I got a scripture in my Isaiah 6 right quick. Watch, Isaiah saw the same thing. Just exactly every vision of the Lord. That's what I say. If the visions we have today is not exactly Bible visions, then they're wrong. If they reflect her any revelation that shows God anything but what He always was, it's a wrong revelation. Amen. The whole church is built up on it. Matthew 17. Let's see. Isaiah, the sixth chapter. This young prophet had been leading on the arms of the good king and he had bought him all kinds of nice clothes and he was a prophet and he got along all well. But one day the king died, so he had, to, he had to shift for himself. So he went down to the temple to pray because he began to get out from amongst where the king's place was there. Then the good, good old king was a good holy man, but he got out and seen how the people was living. So he got out in the temple. Now listen. In the year that the king Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord setting up on a throne, high lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Glory. What's his train? There is angels, beings. His train that followed him. The train's what comes behind. See? His train filled the temple. And above it stood the seraphim. And each of them had six wings. With twain he covered his face. With twain he covered his feet. And with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of glory. And when the post of the door moved at the voice of him, they cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Wow. That shows them visions are just exactly the same, each one of those men. Holy, holy, holy. They are tireless day and night. Holy. Holy, holy unto the Lord. Let's go back just a minute now to be sure that we got these fellows right. The first time that these uh, guards was mentioned is in Genesis. Now remember, everything that we preach has got to come from Genesis to Revelation. And times won't be questioned, come ask me. See? It must be the whole Bible. Not just part of it because God don't change. What He was in Genesis, He is today and He was in the Middle Age. He's always the same. See? Now, in Genesis, when these cherubims, that's how I come to find them. I had to go back to find out what there was at the beginning. Let's turn to Genesis 3, 24, just for a moment now. Genesis, the third chapter, and the 24th verse. You love it? Yeah. All right. Now, let's begin about 22nd verse. I, I just like this. This is something I just want to put in here, just a little extra, but it may do a whole lot of good someday. And the Lord said, Behold, the man is become one of us. Now, my loving and precious and darling sisters, 
Let me place it like that. Do not think that I am throwing a reflect upon the, the loyalty and the gracious, precious jewel of womanhood. I'm trying to show here what a woman, please, and you on tape, you women will be listening to this tape. I am not trying to scorn you. I'm only a servant of the Lord to bring life. The lowest and immoralest and most filthy thing on earth is a woman when she's bad. And the most precious jewel that there is to a man besides his salvation is a good woman. And I'm speaking to that low, immoral, degraded. And I'm going to show you right here while we at this. Might as well show you why. If the Bible teaches for women not to be preachers, pastors, teachers, or anything else in church. Now just listen to this. And the Lord said, Behold, the man is become one of us. Now he never said the woman has become one. The man has become one. And knows good and evil. The woman didn't. She was deceived. Do you see it? Now Paul said, I suffer not a woman to teach her to usurp any authority. But for Adam was first formed and then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived. So she didn't become one of God. She didn't know no difference. She was deceived. You get it? If you do, say amen. So on. The Lord said, Behold, the man is become one of us to know good and evil. And know, and now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man. And he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flying sword, flaming sword, which turns every way. See the four beasts? There's only four ways you can go, see? East, north, west, and south. These cherubims had a flaming sword at the gate of the garden to keep the way of the tree of life. Because if man ever got a hold of the tree of life, then he could live forever. And these cherubims first mentioned was placed at the east gate of the garden. Going four ways. I should have made that a little different from that. I can't do justly to God's orders and things like that, but uh, I just so that you don't know what I mean. There's the Garden of Eden. And this is the gate right here. opens up here. And at this gate, there was cherubims. Cherubims. Remember, it doesn't say a cherubim. It said cherubims. Cherubims was placed there to guard what? The tree of life. That's what they was to guard the way of the tree of life. The way. Amen. Who is the way? Jesus. Where is it reflected from? Amen. Here is the holy place. Here are the cherubims. Now watch. Put all this down. 
Here is the holy, holy, this holy is the holy, holy of holies, this is the holy place, and here is the sea, and here is the light candles, the seven, that's to reflect the light from here, in here, in here, in here, in here, in here, in here. See? What are the reflects? They are guarding and reflecting with the fire of God the way to the tree of life. Amen. See, it can't come from over here, Presbyterian Seminary, or Pentecostal Seminary. It's got to come from here, reflecting the light. All right. You notice these these cherubims that John saw here must have been interested in keeping the tree of life, so they must be interested in human beings. A regenesis, getting back to Genesis again. They kept the tree of life, guarded it. The way of life. The way of life. How is the way? Jesus said, I am that way. I am that bread that come from God out of heaven. If a man eats this bread, he'll live forever. Now there is a way back to that tree of life. You get it? Now, at this I want to show, now I make this sure it's an altar. Now, this must have been an altar. At the Garden of Eden. I'll tell you why. Do you remember? Both Cain and Abel come up here to worship. So that shows that God's altar was moved and set here at the Garden of Eden and the only way back to Eden is by the altar. Here you are, again. See? Back to Eden. Through the altar. And they were to keep that way there. Guarded that they couldn't get back there until this altar was covered with blood. Amen. Oh, God, can't people see it? Nothing but the blood. There has to be an atonement of mercy seat there. This altar of judgment must become a mercy seat. And when this altar is the blood is lifted, there will stand on that judgment day the fire of God's wrath to guard that tree again. Only one thing will enter into this gate to eat again will be through the blood of Jesus Christ. You see it? Now, notice. Yeah, now Cain. Well, here's Cain and here's Abel. Uh, Abel. Alright? Now, both boys come up to this gate to worship. Is that right? So it must have been God's altar. Is that right? And before this altar, they built substitutionary another altar. Here's the true altar of God is in the heart of man. Then there's another altar down here which is representing the holiest of holies in the holy place. <laughs> oh, I feel like speaking with tongues. Oh, my! The glory of... Can't you see it's perfect? Just notice. Oh, the reason I said that because I can't find enough words in my own English dialect to express my feelings. Amen. Something has to express like Brother Rowe, a diplomat, the president... Uh, about uh, four or five different presidents. He said, oh, Brother Branham, one night I come to the meeting. He said, I didn't know what to do. He said, I stood out there and he said, oh, said, I've loved the Lord all my life. He said, I've been, a, I think, Episcopalian. He said, I thought I know the Lord. He said, and one night I looked around, I didn't know what to do. He said, I, I wouldn't go in for nothing. But said, I heard the word coming forth. Oh, it began to come. He said, I began to walk up and down on the outside of the tent. Walking back and forth. And said directly, I couldn't wait to get to the door. I crawled under. When the altar call was made and run to the altar and fell down and said, Lord, I am a sinner. 
and said then he filled me with his Holy Spirit and said I can speak eight different languages because he's a diplomat see he is a he's, an, he's a, a diplomat to the president and all the way from Woodrow Wilson down he's a diplomat to every one of our president foreign diplomat can speak any foreign language he said I practically know ever known written language in the world but said I was so full of glory I couldn't lose use any of them to praise him so the Lord give me a brand new one out of heaven to praise him with yeah. <laughs> Whoa! There you are. Guarding this gate. Tainted Abel, come up here to worship. So it must have been an altar that they guard. Is that right? These cherubims? Another thing, notice here's another evidence. Cain, watch the Bible now. I'll have you turn to it, but never mind. You get it, Genesis. Or what? Cain went out. Cain went out from the presence of the Lord from the gate at the garden. Amen. So the presence of the Lord must have been at the altar and the altar was at the gate. Amen. Glory. Amen. Oh. All right. It's God's dwelling place at His altar. Now, Cain went out from the presence of the Lord from this place. You want to put it down? Genesis 4.16. You want to put it down. Now, now you got all that, have you? Wrote down? Now I've got something else I want to draw here. Amen. I just hope none of your beans, scorches, or anything. Now, notice. Let it scorch. That's all right. They'll perish anyhow. Let's, let's think of here. This is this the thing. That's, it's real. Moses was taken up into heaven. Moses taken from the earth up into heaven and saw the order of God. Is that right? I'm trying to prove my point here. You know what I'm trying to do, don't you? Mark, he went up in the presence of God and when he descended from the presence of God, he said, God told Moses, make everything on earth as patterned after heaven. Is that right? Yes. All right. Then what he did, when he made the ark of the covenant, he put two cherubims to guard the ark. Amen. See what it is? It was the temple. It was the altar, the throne guard. The two cherubims, he said, mold them out of brass and put their wings a touching like this because that's exactly what he saw in heaven. That's exactly what John saw in heaven. These four cherubims on the four sides of the ark of the throne of heaven. They were the guards of the ark, cherubims, guards at the mercy seat. If you want to read that scripture, we ain't got time to go to it. Put on Exodus 25, 10 to 22. Now, they guard the mercy seat when God is in his Shekinah glory. Where was the Shekinah glory? At the mercy seat. Amen. Is that right? They guard that Shekinah glory. Listen, friends, then it goes to show that every scallywag can't come there and take of that. Amen. You've got to be prepared before you come into the presence of it. Look at Aaron and Tite. Before, now remember, the congregation in them days couldn't even approach it in no manner. But when Aaron went in, how many times did he get to go into it? Once a year. How did he, have, he had to have one certain clothes was made with certain hands. A peculiar type of clothes. 
He had to be dressed in such a way he had a pomegranate and a bell. That every time he walked, it played holy, holy, holy unto the Lord. He was approaching the mercy seat with the blood. And he had to be anointed with a certain oil, perfume with a certain perfume, made out of the rose of Sharon. And Jesus was that rose of Sharon. I noticed a rose is a beautiful thing. It has perfume in it. But before the perfume can come out, the rose has to be crushed. And then the perfume is squeezed from the rose. Jesus in his life was the most beautiful life ever lived. But he couldn't remain that way because he had to anoint his church to approach his holiness. So his life was squeezed out and the same Holy Ghost is up on him is put up on the church. And he makes him the same yesterday, today, and forever. The rose of Sharon, the perfume thereof. Hallelujah. Uh, the person that's approaching into this holies of holies has to be anointed with the same Holy Spirit. And as he walks, holy, 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 until, not with a cigar in his mouth, holy, not with his collar turned around, holy, 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 dressed in the holiness of Jesus Christ. Mm. How wonderful thou art. Now, the mercy seat. Now, the mercy seat's in the heart. Seat where the shining forth of his, his glory in all of his children, the Shekinah glory in the human heart. Here's the human heart. Is that right? Is that the mercy seat? How do you come to it, into that, through these different systems? Through self-will. Self-will. Comes into here, and through there, comes out what? Shekinah glory. What caught is the Shekinah glory? It's God's presence. Amen. And when a man's walking or a woman, he's reflecting the Shekinah glory. You don't go into gambling dens and, and carry on and go out here and deny the Word. No matter what the people says, he's got his heart set on one thing. God. And if he's truly called of God, then Jesus Christ reflects himself to him with the Shekinah glory. Doing the same things he did back there. Manifesting the same gospel. Preaching the same word. Same word being made manifest in the same measure it was then. Just like it was truly at Pentecost, it's measured back again. Oh my. Mercy seat. Ezekiel and John both seen the same things. Now notice. Now we're just about to come to the end. Just a little bit. Now here's where I want you to get something old. Please don't miss it. Now how many knows that those turbans was living creatures and not beasts? They were the, a higher order. Now, is an angel a higher order than a man or a lower order? All right, sir. Which is the greatest, the Son of God or an angel? Son of God. Which would God hear the best? An angel standing there before him pleading for something or one of you all pleading? One of you all, see? Because your sons and daughters, they're, they're servants. See? They're servants and you're sons and daughters. So see what authority you have for this afraid to use it. Now, I want you to notice here, this is beautiful. Oh, now let me go here and skip some of this so I can get down to this. Get your pencils now. Here's what I really wanted you to draw in. Maybe I better make that a little smaller. <laughs> Now, 
Israel in their journey. When they camp, now, watch this close. They camp one, two, three, four. unto a lion, and the second likened unto a calf, or a young ox, and the third beast was like the face of a man, and the four beast was, and fourth beast was like a flying eagle, and the four beasts each had of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, which was, which is, and shall come. And when these beasts gave glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their crowns, cast their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are created. Now, I watch. On the east side, east side, he saw what kind of face? If you notice, it was a lion. L-I-O-N. That was the banner. That was, a, that was the standard banner of Judah because he is Jesus come out of the truth, and he is the lion of the tribe of Jesus. Judah. Now, how many ever seen the Zodiac? Many of you know what it is, the star. See, that was God's first Bible. Now, what does it start off at the first number in the Zodiac, the first figure? is the virgin. Is that right? And what's the last one? Leo the lion. The first coming and the second coming of Christ. All through there, they get the cross cancer, uh, cross age is just the voice cross fishes, which is a cancer age. And we live right through it. Notice in the pyramid when he built it in the time of Enoch, Every stone within there, they can measure them things just as that can tell the wars and things. Everything is complete but the headstone. Why? You know what's on your dollar bill? Take it out. Look, the cap's off of it. Why? It never was capped. Christ is a headstone. That was rejected. 
He was a rejected headstone. He's coming back pretty soon. Amen. Watch how that church, way back here in Lutheran age, way wide at the bottom, then become minority. A little bit more minority. A little bit more until it comes right down after it leads the Pentecostal age then comes right down to every stone to fit right in to put that cap in there. A church that will bring Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. Just Amen. Perfect as it can be. Now, he was the lion of the tribe of Judah. Now, anybody that's ever read the Bible know what Dan number was over there? What Dan, oh, I mean, what, uh, yeah, what Dan was? His, his eagle, that's right. He was the eagle. Somebody should read the Bible. He was the eagle. Now, the Reuben was the man. He's the first one. The weakest one of the bunch. Didn't they, Jacob, say so in Genesis 49? Reuben, thou art the first of my strength, but like water. You went up on my couch and defiled my couch and live with your father's concubines. See, that's the immorals of a, the human being. See, the animal don't have that immoral. The lion, none of these things have that, but the man does. Run with the next man's wife and so forth. Just like, just the same thing. Everything's complete. Now, this down here, this Dan was an eagle, and this uh, Reuben was the man's face, and Ephraim is the ox. Now, you get the picture there? Ephraim, that's the way they came in the Bible. Now, if you'll notice, Dan is the head of three tribes. Judah is the head of three tribes. Reuben is the head of three tribes. And Ephraim is the head of three tribes. Three-fourths is twelve. Twelve tribes of Israel. See? Each one with their banner. And the banner of Judah was a lion. The banner of Reuben, man. The banner of Ephraim, an ox. The banner of... Uh, of Dan with an eagle. Now look back here what John said. And one had the face. Let's read here now. You'll see if it isn't the same thing was like in heaven. The first beast was like a lion, Judah. The second beast was like a calf. That's a young ox. Uh, the third beast was the face of a man. And the fourth beast was a flying eagle. Just exactly the tribes of Israel camped around, guarding their earthly guards of the right to the ark. Oh, hallelujah. Don't you see it? <coughs> Here. Mercy. M-E-R-C-Y-S-E-A-D. Mercy seat. Nothing to come anywhere around it without crossing those tribes. Crossing what? The line. Amen. Crossing the man, the intelligence of the man. Yeah. And crossing the workhorse as an ox. Crossing the eagle of swiftness of it. See? The heaven, the earth, in between, and all around. Oh, they were guarded. And a thought was a pillar of fire. Brother, nothing touched that mercy seat without the approach. And the only thing that could approach it was through the blood. Aaron went in there once a year with the blood. Now you see it? Now watch. Each head of three tribes guarding the mercy seat, the mercy seat of the Old Testament. Now, have you got that down? Everybody? Now, here's a brand new one, brother. Listen to this. Then we'll know. I remember that was the guards of the Old Testament. How many's ever read the Bible? You know that's right. See? Yeah. That's the guards of the Old Testament. Now, we're living in another age. Glory! <laughs> oh, I love this age, don't you? Amen. 
Now, God has a mercy seat today to be guarded. You believe that? Where's the mercy seat found? In the heart of man. Where did it come in the heart of man? At the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost, which is God, come into the human heart. Is that right? Amen. Now let's mark this down here. You get ready to draw it if you want to. Matthew 1, 18, see what it says. 
Simply guards this. See if Matthew one eighteen is guarding Matthew one twenty eight and Acts two thirty eight. See if he guards it. <laughs> now the birth of Jesus Christ is on this side. Here's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, he tried to say. The birth of Jesus Christ is on this wise when his mother Mary was expelled Joseph before they came to us. She is now with the child of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Which one? That's probably both one. And this is all done there. And behold what? Joseph, her husband, a just man, not willingly make her public example on his mind, put away on this wife. Behold, the angel of the Lord. The sinning come upon you, knowing that Joseph, thou son of David, fear not taking thee, marry thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Jesus. And all done that might be fulfilled with prophet which a virgin shall conceive out. Isaiah 9, 6. A virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Does he guard him? Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Just this. Titles. That one name. Amen. So the guard stands right there to back it up. Amen. Hallelujah. You get it? Amen. Oh, my. Now, how many knows that? There it is. He's the guard. Now, that's just a, I've got a whole bunch of other for salvation. Take these others. But now, if we're going to have a prayer line just in a minute, for just about ten minutes, let's try something else here just a minute. Let's take some scriptures now. Hold on right there. Here they are. All right. Now, let's take and see if Matthew up here now will guard it for divine healing. Got your pencils and hang guys? You're writing this down? All right. See if Matthew divides, uh, divide, uh, will guard it. Let's take Matthew 10 and 1. Let's take and see if uh, John, just one or two. Let's take two or one or two or one each one. John 14, 12 and 15, 7. See if they're guarding divine healing around the throne of God. Mark 16. Mark 11, 21 and 22. Luke 10 and uh, 1 to 12. And Luke 11, 29 to 31. Let's run a few of them. See if they guard. See if they guard the rights of divine healing. The same as they guard the gate for Jesus' name's baptism. We can take it through each one of them. Amen. That's right. Now, let's just go back and see Matthew 10, 1. Just turn back now, so we, then we're going to close just in about another five, ten minutes at the most. Lord willing. All right, let's get Matthew 10, see if Matthew guards the acts of the apostles. Did you think that if God go put a guard around His Word? Amen. See if that ox, lion, Man, eagle, is it still set to those gates right here on earth right now? There's the Gospels, the four Gospels. See, and you notice every way they went, they went straight forward. They don't contradict one another, they stay with one another. <laughs> one goes with the shrewdness of a man, the other goes with the swiftness of an eagle, the other is the pastor, one's the banished, the supply, <laughs> like a banished, see, the other is the pastor, the other is sturdy, the other is shrewd, see, guarded on every side. 
God guarding this Holy Ghost gospel. Believe it, brother. All right. Now, let's take Matthew 10, 1. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power. Mm. They gathered in the upper room, all praying in his name. Baptized with the Holy Ghost, then power for service came. What he did for them that day, he'll do for you the same. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. Oh, just pacify the baby just a minute now. Just a... Listen close. I gave them power against unclean spirits. Many pastors just let the unclean spirits stay right in his church. Women dress, act, card parties, bunco games, dances, soup suppers, oh, mercy. Against unclean spirits. To cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. He had guards sitting at the gate. Amen. The gospel guard to back up that book of Acts that was wrote. Now I heard a great teacher not long ago said the one, a great man, fine man, met him and shook his hand, a fine brother. He said, but the Acts of the Apostles is just a framework for the church. <laughs> In other words, he had the framework out here. See? One of those. Acts of the Apostles is inside and these Gospels are the framework to hold it together and protect it. Amen. See how the, the mind of a man can do anything? I'd thought the same thing if it wasn't for him. See? The framework, Pentecost was the framework of the Gospel. The four Gospels are the framework to back Pentecost. Amen. After they had this framework of Pentecost to come into existence. Is that right? Yeah. Which is wrote first, the book of Acts or the, or the apostles? The apostles. Jesus walked around doing works and predicting what would come. And Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, them four guards coming right and everything that seemed to come to pass, telling it just like this, how it was going to happen, what was going to take place. Then all at once they framed it around and here it comes. Amen. Amen. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is the framework or the guard work that protects the main temple, Amen. the throne. The Pentecostal blessing, not Pentecostal denomination, brother, sister. They're far back outside the whole thing. Farther back than any other churches. They're farther away than Lutherans was. Lutherans did keep a little better than they did. That's right. More like it. That's exactly right, Gene. Because I didn't see Jesus on the outside of the Lutheran church trying to get in, but I was trying because I think he never was in the first place. But he, he was in the Pentecostal church and was put out. That's right. Now, Matthew 10, 1. Now let's go over here to John 14, 12. You see, if, if, if John's going to back up and guard the precious things of Pentecost, and the, John 14th chapter and the 12th verse, Jesus speaking, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my son. Oh, brother, that gate there with the eagle was sitting right there because that's the evangelistic service, you know, flying like an eagle. Swift just go plumb up into the prophetic land up there, you see, and foresee things and tell things that was, which is, and shall come. See? Sitting right there, Gordon, said, the works that I do. Watch that eagle. See, here's the line, the stirring. Jesus gave them power and he protected. He protects Acts 2.38. He backs her right up there. That line. Here comes that swiftness of the gospel and this eagle. 
then these works that I do shall you do also. More than this shall you do. Fly across the world with it. Like the dove that had the mate's head pulled off and poured around the blood sprinkled the ground crying, Holy, holy, holy unto the Lord. To clean the leper. Yeah, now I've got another one there, John uh, 15, 7. Let's turn right over to 15th chapter of Sepher. If ye abide in me, now, and my words, not the seminary's words, my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Is that right? Then the gospel's guarded right here. This Pentecostal blessing is guarded by John and his gospel. It's guarded by Matthew, his gospel. Now, let's go down to the next gospel, Mark, 16th chapter. See if Mark guarded this Pentecostal blessing. Mark, the 16th chapter. Now, let's begin here about the... It talks about the resurrection. Now, let's go on down to... We hit about... Uh, the 14th verse of Mark 16. After he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. They didn't believe the ones that tried to tell them the message. See, that's the way it is today. The people's got a witness of the Holy Ghost. The people the nonsense are a bunch of holy rollers. And he upbraided them for the hardness of their heart and their unbelief that had known him in his resurrection. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Why? Preach these. There's only one gospel for God. Preach this gospel to every creature. Now remember, he's taking in both all four guards, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. See, you have to this baptism here. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, he that believeth not shall be damned. Oh, brother, believe, please. And, conjunction to tie the rest of the sentences together, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Well, let's see. What does the Methodist say? If you can shout, live a good life. The Baptist says, just have faith and be baptized. Episcopalians say, stand like Episcopalian like that and bow when the chant is being done. The Catholic says, say a Hail Mary. The Pentecostal says, Join our denomination, be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. There you go. See? These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Mm. No Father, Son, Holy Ghost about that. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay their hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. Now, get right back to the 11th, and then we're just about ready to close. Matthew 11, and I got uh, 20 and 21. Jesus speaking. All these are Jesus speaking now. Not a one of them, but what Jesus is speaking. Every one. And on the morrow, when they came near Bethany, was hunger. And seeing the fig tree, that's when he cursed the tree. That's Matthew 21. I got 12. Uh, Mark 11, 21 and 22. And Peter calling to remember, said to him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou cursed in the way. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Have faith in God. See? For verily I say unto you, then it's on the inside, say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith 
shall come to pass, he can have, he shall have whatsoever he sells. Amen. For the south gate's guard by the ox. Amen. The north gate's guard by the lion. The north gate, I mean the east gate. And the north gate is guarded by the flying eagle. John, the evangelist. Then, the physician on this side, Luke. The man. Now let's see what Luke says. Take Luke, the first chapter. I believe we got Luke 10 and uh, 1 to 12. It's a, it's a commission. You all know what it is. But Luke, uh, the 10th chapter, and 1 to 12. All right, we could go right ahead and read it all, but we won't have time to do that. Go your ways. I'll start the third verse. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither person or script. See, don't go in some name of a denomination. You go as I send you. See, don't go with a, a, a assurance that you're going to get a hundred thousand dollars for this revival. If you don't, don't go. You see, set up your campaigns. He said, go where I'm sending. See, carry neither person or script nor shoes. Salute no man by the way. Don't stop by and say, I'll go over and see how the, these are going along. How these go right on where I send you. Pay no attention to nobody else. And to whatsoever house you enter, say, peace be unto this house. If the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall return, shall rest upon it. If not, it shall return to you again. And in the same hour, remain in the same house, rather, remain eating and drinking such things as they give. Now, all this stuff about not eating meat and so on forth, my goodness. See? For the labor is worthy of his heart. Go not from house to house. Go with the Joneses today to dinner. Go with the, the next the pair the next day and the next pair the next day. Stay right there. That's when I go into a meeting. You know why I stay right in the hotel and stay right there? That's exactly where I find peace. Don't go from house to house. And to whatsoever city you shall enter, there, when they receive you, eat such things as set before you. And heal the sick. Heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, The kingdom is God is come nigh unto you. But now let me read the next verse. But into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you not, go your way out of the city in the same day, even the very dust of the city, which cleaves on, on us, we, let's see now, even the, and even the very dust of your city, which cleaves on us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be you sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable in the day of judgment for Sodom than for that city. Amen. Oh, brother, with that blessed assurance. Hallelujah. If they don't see, receive you, go ahead. Just say, well, if you don't want me, I'll just wipe the dust off and off my shoes and go right on out. In other words, say, I never tuck nothing. If I eat anything, I'll pay you for it. And let's go on. He said, and every one of those cities that they went to and was not received, every one of them is sunk and gone today. And every city that received them is standing to this day. There you are. Now, one more. And then closing. Let's see, we got 10. 11, 29 to 31. Luke 11, 29 to 31. Then we'll be closing. Oh, I love this. I am one of the people... Had gathered, let's see if I got, is that Luke? Luke 11, 29. Yes, I guess this would be it. Yep. And when the people were gathered thick together, he began to say 
This is an evil generation that seeketh a sign, and there shall be no sign given it but the sign of Jonah the prophet. For as Jonah was a sign unto Nineveh, so also the Son of Man be to this generation. The Queen of the South shall rise in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. When she came from the utmost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold her greater than Solomon is here, the man of Nineveh shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonas, and behold, a greater than Jonas is here. What am I saying now? In closing, I'll have to let the rest of it go. But in closing, I want to say this because it kept me so long. What's he saying here? There will come a day that a wicked in a generation of adulterness, now remember, will seek a sign. And this is a wicked and an adulterous generation. And he said that generation will receive a sign. Watch out, vine to the rest of the Bible. The sign of Jonah. Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and nights. So must the Son of Man be in the belly of the whale. There are three days and nights. What will it be? The sign of the resurrection. See? The sign of the resurrection will be done and a wicked and adulterous generation and it was done in the book of the Acts. Jesus raised from the dead, come into Peter, James, and John, and the apostles, and they did this book of the Acts. It wasn't the Acts of the apostles. It was the Acts of the Holy Ghost working Amen. in the apostles. Amen. It's not a man today. It's the Holy Ghost working through a man or man, Amen. see, that does the work. It's not the man. The man's just a vessel, Amen. see. But the Holy Ghost is the oil that's in that vessel, see? And look what they did. Look at the signs that they've done of Jesus. They had to take notice to him because they, they, they were ignorant, unlearned, Peter and John. But they had to take notice to him. They had been with Jesus. They'd done the things that he did. So you see, every book in the Bible, every the four books, the four Gospels, guard the Pentecostal blessings, with every scripture to back up exactly what they said. And now the Acts of the Apostles vindicate today with the four Gospels that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, Amen. today, and forever. Hallelujah. Do you love him? Amen. They were gathered in that upper room, all praying in his name, baptized with the Holy Ghost, and power for service came. What he did for them that day, he'll do for you the same. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. Let me sing it. They were gathered in the upper room, all praying in his name, baptized with the Holy Ghost, and power for service came. That's what we need today. What he did for them that day, he'll do for you the same. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. These people may not learn to be, not just like Peter, James, and John, or boast of worldly fame. They have all received their Pentecost, baptized in Jesus' name, and are telling now both far and wide. His power is yet the same. Amen. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them, one of them.
I'm one of them. Oh, I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. Oh, come, my brethren, seek this blessing that will cleanse your heart from sin, that will start the joy bells ringing, and will keep your soul on flame. Oh, it's burning now within my heart. Oh, glory to His name. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. One of them, one of them. I am glad that I can say I'm one of them. Hallelujah, one of them. I'm one of them. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. It deceives a lot of them. People are, many people out here in the street that goes to church, belongs to churches, they're deceived. Like Eve was at the beginning. They don't know no difference. Oh, come take the tree of life. Now, instead of the cherubims, I want to say something. Instead of those cherubims, a garden is thrown. They're out there seeking, trying to run people, guard them to the throne, trying to bring them through the gate back to the tree of life again. They might take their... Jesus said, I am the bread of life that come from God out of heaven. He that eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I'll raise him up at the last day. That's oh, I'm so glad. How many sick is in the room? Let's see your hands. Raise up your hands. All right. How many got... Did, did I understand, Billy? Where's he at? Did he give out prayer cards? Did All right, who's got... Now look this way, y'all. Now that's just like it is when he comes on the glory here, see? When he comes, it's a light where you're, you're moving here, see? Now look, it's just, it's just a reflection. Just a reflection. That is, see, it's not the light. Here's the light hanging right here, I just this woman. I just had to catch it and I thought it was over somebody. Now you're seeing one, I'm seeing two. One of them is the natural and the other is the supernatural. There's a man sitting on the outside here on the list line looking over towards that light. Struck him. He's from Seymour, Indiana and he's got, I had a stroke. If you'll believe, sir, God will heal you of that stroke. <laughs> Amen. Believe now. You believe with all your heart? Then if the Lord God, creator of heavens and earth, will let me do something to prove to you that it is God, then you'll believe with all your heart. Your, your condition is a nervous condition caused by a, uh, a menopause. You believe that God will heal you? You're not from here either. What your trouble is and doing so that he would make you well. I said make you well because it's not you that's wanting to be made well. It's your son. <laughs> He's in Virginia. You believe that I can tell you what's wrong with him? By the help of God, he's got ulcers. And there's another thing wrong with him. He's unsaved. And you're praying for him. Now, Mrs. Baker, you return back to Somerset and believe with all your heart. Jesus Christ will make him well. Archery, make you well. Accept him as your healer. If you could be the healer, Paul said one time, this audience of people who's listening and tuning to way up here in the day, Lord. Now, Lord God, I pray that your mercies and goodness will rest upon them. Satan, I challenge you in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of these people. They're staying to listen to the gospel. You can hold them no more. Let the power of the devil
As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Your love and we thank You for the Holy Ghost which You've sent to us, the seal for uh, until the day of our redemption. And we pray for any who have not known You, Father, in that powerful resurrection. May You speak to them today and may they hear from You. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. I saw the light. I saw the.